1 John 1 We proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning, whom we have heard and seen. We saw him with our own eyes and touched him with our own hands. He is the word of life. This one who is life itself was revealed to us and we have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. He was with the Father, and then he was revealed to us. We proclaim to you what we ourselves have actually seen and heard, so that you may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. This is the message we heard from Jesus and now declare to you. God is light, and there is no darkness in him at all. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. But if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. 1 John 2 My dear children, I'm writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who is truly righteous. He himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sins, and not only our sins, but the sins of all the world. And we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. If someone claims, I know God, but doesn't obey God's commandments, that person is a liar and is not living in the truth. But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. That is how we know we are living in him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. Dear friends, I'm not writing a new commandment for you. Rather, it is an old one you have had from the very beginning. This old commandment, to love one another, is the same message you heard before. Yet, it is also new. Jesus lived the truth of this commandment, and you also are living it. For the darkness is disappearing, and the true light is already shining. If anyone claims, I'm living in the light, but hates a fellow believer, that person is still living in darkness. Anyone who loves a fellow believer is living in the light and does not cause others to stumble. But anyone who hates a fellow believer is still living and walking in darkness. Such a person does not know the way to go 
having been blinded by the darkness. I'm writing to you who are God's children because your sins have been forgiven through Jesus. I am writing to you who are mature in the faith because you know Christ, who existed from the beginning. I'm writing to you who are young in the faith because you have won your battle with the evil one. I have written to you who are God's children because you know the Father. I have written to you who are mature in the faith because you know Christ, who existed from the beginning. I have written to you who are young in the faith because you are strong. God's word lives in your hearts and you have won your battle with the evil one. Do not love this world nor the things it offers you, for when you love the world you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world, and this world is fading away, along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. Dear children, the last hour is here. You have heard that the Antichrist is coming and already many Antichrists have appeared. From this we know that the last hour has come. These people left our churches, but they never really belonged with us. Otherwise they would have stayed with us. When they left, it proved that they did not belong with us. But you are not like that, for the Holy One has given you his spirit. And all of you know the truth. So I'm writing to you not because you don't know the truth, but because you know the difference between truth and lies. And who is a liar? Anyone who says that Jesus is not the Christ. Anyone who denies the Father and the Son is an antichrist. Anyone who denies the Son doesn't have the Father either. But anyone who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So you must remain faithful to what you have been taught from the beginning. If you do, you will remain in fellowship with the Son and with the Father. And in this fellowship, we enjoy the eternal life he promised us. I'm writing these things to warn you about those who want to lead you astray. But you have received the Holy Spirit and he lives within you. So you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know. And what he teaches is true. It is not a lie. So just as he has taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ. And now, dear children, remain in fellowship with Christ. So that when he returns, you will be full of courage and not shrink back from him in shame. Since we know that Christ is righteous, we also know that all who do what is right are God's children. The photo for today's show was taken somewhere between 
Newcastle, England and Edinburgh, Scotland. And because there aren't border signs telling you welcome to Scotland or welcome to England when you're on the train, it's kind of hard to know where that line is. I guess if you're looking on the GPS on your phone, that can give you a good idea. But when I took this picture, I wasn't paying attention. I just looked out of the window and saw that bright red tanker and thought, oh, that would make a lovely photo because there was a lot of cloud coverage and I love to take pictures of clouds because they're always changing and it just makes for some very unique photography. But there was lots of cloud and just a really nice colour of the water and lots of little ripples, little waves. And in the distance, there's some land, could be some islands. It's a little bit hard to tell. You know, maybe the train was sort of turning and I was looking back at a bay. But on that east coast of the UK, you're out looking at the North Sea, with the other side being Norway. And so the train's rushing by, I don't know, 100 miles an hour, something like that. And often when I'm doing that train journey, I just want to take some photos. I'm snapping away, you know, making sure that I'm taking a whole load because as the train turns, the sunlight coming through, the windows reflecting on tables across from me that then reflect on my window, even with a filter, a polarizing filter, it can still be kind of tricky to get those shots. I was probably sitting on that train just thinking, hmm, how much longer? I mean, it's about six hours from London to Edinburgh, and we still had some time on an earlier show. I shared a photo from Dundee, Scotland. This is the same journey. We were going to Edinburgh, then changing and going up to Dundee. So when you're on the train like that for hours, when you leave London and you get past that kind of sprawl, the the city once it disappears, and then the land starts changing, you're going through the Lake District, the Cotswolds, there are hills, sheep, you start to see the fields with the stone walls, the, the hedgerows. It's just quintessential England. It, it's really picturesque. And I always want to stop and get off the train at that point. It's the kind of stuff that you imagine England to be when it's portrayed in the movies. And as you progress through there, it starts to get hillier and hillier as you're going towards Scotland. And depending on what side of the train you're on, you're going to see different things. Now, traveling up there, I'm on the side that's with the water view. So that was interesting. Now that I live on the east coast of America, the train system is very different to that of my homeland in the UK. 
I've never actually been on a train here in the US. They're not the same in frequency, in their reach, but I really, really love American trains. In fact, I live about a block away from the train tracks station and I enjoy hearing the trains rumbling through those diesel trains. They're a heavier rolling stock. There's just something about them, the horns, and maybe one day I'll ride the train from here in North Carolina up to Washington or New York. And when I think about the train journey going up to Edinburgh, I think about being relaxed. So wherever you are in the world listening to this, I hope that you are relaxing too. To download the photo from today's episode or any of the other episodes, visit ttlm.pictures.com.